Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now I'm coming to you live from Green Street in Dingle, where the new Bloss and Heron Village can be found. And I'm in Dick Mac's pub, and you never know who you might meet at the Dingle Food Festival, because a man that we know as one of Ireland's greatest chefs and TV presenters has joined us now, an old friend of mine and the show, Nevin Maguire. You're very uh, welcome. Good morning. How are you? Great, you good? great to see you, Nevin. And you too. I know you've been here a few days and you've yeah. been busy. Ken, what, have, what have you been doing? Yeah, I came down Thursday and I suppose it's all about the food producers. These awards are magical. They're special. There's nothing like them. You know, the Blossna here, and, you know, if you're a shortlist, if you're a winner, they're like a Michelin star for a food producer. Right. It is incredible, the love and the respect that they have and they're just so well managed we i've been doing a talk this morning with my good friend and your friend brian mcdermott uh, from donegal so it's just lovely to be engaged no in meeting. Salt, oh listen that that man he's great <laughs> brian's a great ambassador for food but great at working and helping small producers yeah, yeah. and he, he does that with with myself and simply better teams so we're meeting new producers we're looking for newness Bobby, you go into the to, the to the food hall, for the want of a better word, and you see the innovation and the creativity. We're in a great time in Irish food. We're also in a difficult time, let's not kid ourselves, but definitely the innovation and the creativity is exciting. You see a lot of food producers as you go across the country, whether it's, you know, as part of your TV series or whatever it is, Nevin. Like, some of them, you know, they all have to be commercial at some level, even Absolutely. if they don't want to be you know, the richest guy on the road. They, they, they need to survive, so they need, and sometimes they need help oh, big in thing. terms of commercialising, you know, a craft or something that they actually love. Do we do enough to help them? Well, I, I have to acknowledge, you know, RT, the whole team in Blasna here, and they're like a big family. This weekend will come and go, and then throughout the year, there'll be workshops, there'll be mentoring um, uh, workshops for them, and there'll be different meetings, events. So for small producers, they need to grasp that. They need to get help and support. It gives them a network as well. Oh, very much. That's yeah. so important because they need, there's a lot of challenges. How do you get from producing something maybe in your own kitchen to getting onto the shelves in a supermarket or a local food, deli shop, that kind of thing. So, you you know, the, there's a huge amount of support there, more so now than ever, you know, and that's one thing I've learned and just listening to this food producers, the way they're engaging to come here and there's free panels like the Bank of Ireland are hosting different workshops, you know, uh, for, for lots of food producers, mentors there. It, it's it's really, really impressive. So it is. Now, no, Nevin, I know you're still employing a lot of people up <laughs> in Black Lion and McNean's, uh, your, your restaurant that we many know and love. But are we at a crossroads, I think, in the Irish hospitality business, whereby we've just come out of COVID, uh, there's a real pressure now on energy costs, on gas, electricity, there's difficulty getting staff uh, and qualified staff, and then there's inflation of food. So it seems to me to be a, it's almost a perfect storm of a number of things. And a lot of business, I would suggest, aren't going to be able to survive that. Yeah. Or do you share my pessimism? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a difficult time. There definitely is. Like, we're lucky we're well established. We're 33 years open. We've 60 staff employed. I suppose we restructured our whole business, uh, Bobby, since uh, COVID. COVID has absolutely changed everything. You know, we just recently closed on a Sunday to give our staff a family day off. So we open from Tuesday to Saturday. We're going to close two weeks at Christmas. We feel it's the right thing to do. It's the greatest investment that any business can have as staff. And you're right, there's a huge shortage of 
staff. When we reopened after COVID, 50 of the original staff came back to us, right. which is fantastic. Like my head chef has been with me 22 years, my restaurant manager the same. So when you have a good loyal team, you have to look after them. You know, listen, they're proud of what they do and what they work and they enjoy it, but you need the work balance, as you know, and there is a lot of challenges. You know, uh, food prices have gone up, especially when you're buying Irish, you're buying local, you know, and that's really, really and important. And how do we, as, a, as, as, as hospitality people, how do we actually prevent the industry putting the problem on the customer's plate? Because effectively, if you look at that, you know, that perfect storm of energy, staff, uh, food prices, inflation, the only way that some of these businesses will be able to survive is if we, you know, could you see a day that we're spending you know, 60 or 70 euro for a steak. God. Is that where we're going to end up? Well, I, I wouldn't like to think that because I think, you know, regarding beef, we have the best beef in the world, but it has to it has to make economic sense. You can be clever. You can use the lesser used cuts, which are good value. They're just a different way of cooking. You know, a fillet steak could cost maybe 35, 40 euro, you know, in a restaurant. Like, gone with the days, cheap food, that's gone. Now, yeah. uh, we just need to just really, really uh, just reconnect with food, you know, and be frugal about what we're buying. If you buy food in season, as you know, Bobby, you get the best flavour, the best quality. It's a win-win. So we need to reset our thinking where our food comes from, that we're buying local. You may have to pay a little bit extra, but you'll eat better. And that's really an yeah. important message. And I think after COVID, a lot more people appreciate where their food's coming from. Uh, a weekend like this in Dingle really showcases the great food that we have. But we're all in the same boat, even at domestic house, you know, their electricity, their expenses, you know, that can be that can be difficult. So I just think cooking cooking for a family, you have to be a little bit frugal, but also, you know, be, be supporting local too. The, the other thing that's, a, that's interesting, Nevin, is that, you know, there's no uh, let up in demand. People will still want, still want to go out. People still want to taste Irish food. They want to support Irish food. So there's going to be no shortage of, of customers, let's put it that way. Well, there's never been a better time to eat in Irish restaurants and, and cafes and, and food venues because there's some great exciting cooking. Like I do a lot of traveling, you know, within Ireland and throughout Europe for the TV shows. And I come back and say, wow, we're, we're, we're in a great time in Irish food. It's also very fragile, as you've, you've already mentioned. But I, I think the innovation, the creative people want excitement. They don't want something that they can make at home. Yeah. They want something that's an experience for us. Like in McNeen House, we do a tasting menu, nine courses. We've had to increase our prices, but we want it affordable for people. We're thinking we don't have the costs that maybe they have in Dublin, the overheads or something like that. So we just need to make sure that we give our guests a really memorable experience. Finally, uh, we've got a Greenway uh, series coming on. Exactly. Uh, we're looking forward to that. I'm on my oh, bike, Bobby. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> What about Portugal? <laughs> ah, that is, so we, we recorded that in April and you know some of the crew, Andy Smith and the team and that. And, you know, you're working great with that. the same crew, like your own crew here. It's great fun. I never stop learning about food, about um, cuisine and culture. And, you know, Portugal is a great country, but it's great to come back to Ireland. We may not always have the sunshine, but by God, we have great people. So it's all about showcasing local producers, local chefs, great places to eat. And of course, the Greenway. So that's been such a fantastic success. I was in the Kerry Greenway during the week. Uh, I was in the Limerick one. We've on Mayo, Galway, we have to do Waterford, and then we're doing the Athlones one next week. Good so, man, yeah, well, on your bike, then. On me bike. <laughs> Never Great McGuire, to see you. As always. Thank you. Pleasure to talk. Thank you, Bobby. You're a gent. Thank you. Now, uh, you're listening to Down to Business here in Dick Mac's pub. Joining me now is Jim Garvey of the Garvey Group, a massive business that began its life here in Dingle. Jim, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. I'm not sure I'd say massive business now. Well, <laughs> it's an overstatement, I, but anyway. We've had, we've had great ambassadors for Dingle here 
on all day. Uh, Michael Healy Ray was singing your praises, Jim. Um, tell us first of all about the Garvey Group, if you would. I suppose the, the Garvey story, look, we're from Dingle. Uh, my grandmother would have opened a shop here in 1935, just down the road, about 100 yards down the road. And from there, we, uh, my father took over the business, Tomas, in the late 60s. Right. And we established a partnership then with Musgraves then in the late 60s. And at the moment, now we have 10 stores throughout Munster, 10 super value stores and central stores. So, um, you know, we're very tied in with the Musgrave connection and uh, it's a good partnership for us. Yeah, and uh, also then there's the hotel arm of the business as well. You have two hotels, is it? We do. I believe you yeah. were staying there last night. So, yeah. And, 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 and uh, I, I spoke uh, to Gareth, was it? Uh, Gareth, yeah, Gavin. Gavin yeah, Gavin, yeah. 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 Uh, and, and he told me that you'd had the busiest September in, in, in history. Yeah, he's from South Korea, you know, because Dingle, no, we wouldn't normally give away that information. <laughs> yeah. um, no, look, it has been a very good season. Um, it's great for the town because, look, the last two years, Dingle, I suppose what we discovered during COVID is we're so dependent on tourism in Dingle. Yeah. And we were decimated, the town was decimated. You know, you could walk the town, you'd meet nobody. So I think there's, uh, having the food festival back this year is just a huge celebration of what we're back to. And uh, Dingle, for me, it's just such a great place to grow up in, to do business in. It's been great for me. And I saw sometimes you live in Dingle, you spend a lot of time, I suppose, looking in, and sometimes you don't see the bigger picture. Yeah. But it's just a fantastic place. But uh, the other thing I'd say to you, Jim, is, and you probably, I, I don't have to tell you this, but the fact that you were in, I suppose, in retail and in hospitality, you're, you, you basically have a diversity within your group. Uh, which may may have helped uh, in terms of, and I know you don't have tourists, but then maybe you have a lot of people using the supermarkets. Mm. So, so it's a, like when you've got a portfolio in your business, often they all don't fire on the same time, and you can one can carry the other. Is that what you found? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, the um, the hotels had a tough two years, and hospitality in general did, but the supermarkets on the side was good. Um, in fairness, and look. I suppose just that's the way the world worked. The supermarkets did get the benefit of it, um, of people not being able to eat out and everything else. So look, we were great, very grateful, but equally on the other side, I think the government supports during COVID were yeah. very good. I think to, particularly for the hotels, like we lost no people, we held and retained all our staff, which is fantastic because look, it's a small town. We, we, we're, we're very, I suppose, measured in terms of saying, look, we have staff, we have an obligation to them. Um, you know, and that's important to us that all those people came back. So it was great. Yeah, and uh, as you look forward now, the tourists appear to be back. Um, I think maybe helped by uh, the dollar exchange rate. I certainly have been in this part of the world for the last week. I was up in Clare, I was up in the Cliffs of Moher, and I was hugely impressed by the amount of Americans, Canadians that are here at this time of year. No, it's probably the busiest September in a long time, and it is driven by the American market. Um, but equally, look, I think Dinglo over the last two years has shown itself to be, you know, a really great tourist destination. I think people enjoy coming here. I think today is an expression just and a showcase of just what Dingle's about in terms of its food, its people, um, you know, and there's so much more to it. I think uh, when you come into town, you can feel that. And you really that, can, and yeah. you know, you should be. You should be very proud of this town because it's a great place. And I, I have to say, I've been overwhelmed uh, by the positivity that I've seen here in the last 24 hours. Oh, so, good. Jim Garvey of the Garvey Group, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Bobby. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.